It's a great day. Right before we started with today's episode on a different topic, there was breaking news that the appellate court has granted the motion to order the lower court to dismiss the charges against General Michael Flynn. It was not looking very good right before today's big news because during the oral argument before the appellate court, it didn't seem like there would be two judges to support the unremarkable proposition that a judge cannot act as a prosecutor. This goes to the very core of our separation of powers and the idea that the judicial branch is separate from the executive branch, and a judge cannot don the mantle of serving as a prosecutor. So this is excellent news. It's a 38-page opinion that I'm going to review tonight, and we're going to cover it tomorrow in the episode and go into all of the details of this very exciting and necessary ruling in favor of General Michael Flynn. Today, however, I have another topic for you. Time and again, threatening rhetoric has swayed Chief Justice John Roberts in an important case before the Supreme Court. Before the Supreme Court released its decision mostly upholding Obamacare, Barack Obama publicly chastised the court that it would be really unusual for the Supreme Court to overrule an act of Congress. So in the lead up to the Supreme Court issuing its Obamacare decision, Obama said at a news conference with the leaders of Canada and Mexico, ultimately, I am confident that the Supreme Court will not take what would be an unprecedented, extraordinary step of overturning a law that was passed by a strong majority of a democratically elected Congress. And I just remind conservative commentators that for years, what we have heard is, the biggest problem on the bench was judicial activism, or a lack of judicial restraint, that an unelected group of people would somehow overturn a duly constituted and passed law, Obama said. Well, this is a good example, and I'm pretty confident that this court will recognize that and not take that step, he said. And of course, you know the outcome. The Supreme Court mostly upheld Obamacare in contravention to constitutional and statutory principles, and it was pretty shocking. People were not expecting Chief Justice John Roberts to uphold that law in the face of extraordinary and logical legal arguments against Obamacare. I'm going to link down below to the Reuters article talking, discussing, sharing, reporting about Obama's chastisement to the Supreme Court in the lead up to the Obamacare decision. In a more recent example, Rhode Island Senator Sheldon Whitehouse and other Democrat senators filed a brief in a Second Amendment case before the Supreme Court this year. I'm going to link down below to a Wall Street Journal article that I'm going to quote from. The Supreme Court is not well, they tell the justices in what is really an enemy of the court brief. Perhaps the court can heal itself before the public demands it be restructured in order to, inf to reduce the influence of politics. By restructured, the Democratic senators mean 
packed with new justices by a Democratic president and Senate after they kill the filibuster. So that's from the Wall Street Journal, giving the recent example of these Democratic senators trying to intimidate the Supreme Court with the threat of restructuring the Supreme Court if they don't rule the way the Democratic senators wanted them to rule in the Second Amendment case before the court this year. And the Supreme Court did not end up deciding that case the way that it should have. And it also rejected 10 other, hearing 10 other Second Amendment cases this, this term. So I want to share with you that this effort by the left to intimidate, to sway the court, particularly Chief Justice John Roberts, continues. An article in Slate that I'm going to link to down below by Dahlia Lithwick it's the latest effort to persuade Chief Justice John Roberts to continue ruling against the Trump administration, as he did in the census case last year and the DACA case this month. In this article entitled, The Supreme Court May Be Tired of Bill Barr, Lithwick attempts to discredit Bill Barr while at the same time persuading Chief Justice John Roberts to, quote, thwart Barr case by case, brick by brick, in narrow opinions that draw little attention in the moment but land a body blow in the aggregate. She is right to think the Chief Justice might be persuadable. I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving, tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. I work to keep you informed and also to be your advocate in Washington, D.C. I have three points today that I want to share with you about this outrageous article by Dahlia Lithwick. Point one. Who is Dahlia Lithwick, you might ask? I'm going to link down below to this Slate piece by Dahlia Lithwick. In the Slate biography of her, it says she writes about the courts and law for Slate. That seems pretty objective, right? It doesn't give any indication that she's not an independent journalist or that she has any bone to pick or axe to grind. However, to share with you a little background on Dahlia Lithwick, in 2009, Lithwick wrote an article for Slate titled, I Need a Hero, Seeking a Bomb-Throwing, Passionate, Visionary, Liberal Scalia for a Seat on the Supreme Court. I'm going to link to this article below. You're not going to believe this. In this article, she called for President Obama to nominate a person who was, quote, quoting her article, some cross between Rachel Maddow and Emma Goldstein. I'm sorry, Emma Goldman. So as you know, Rachel Maddow is not a lawyer. She's a far-left partisan hack who has a show on MSNBC. She was subject to a lawsuit recently, or her employer was, and their argument was that she was not an objective journalist. She's a news opinion person. So her statements against OAN could not be deemed as true facts. Instead, they were just partisan opinions. So that's who Dahlia Lithwick would like a cross between to put on as a Supreme Court justice. Can you believe that? And Emma Goldman, I messed up her name because I have never heard of this woman before. I had to look her up. Who is Emma Goldman? 
looking her up on Wikipedia, which is not known to be a conservative-leaning site, so it's more accurate that it would be more flattering of leftists, Wikipedia calls Emma Goldman an anarchist political activist and writer. Then it goes into a little history of Emma Goldman. She and anarchist writer Alexander Berkman, her lover and lifelong friend, planned to assassinate industrialist and financier Henry Clay Frick as an act of propaganda of the deed. Frick survived the attempt on, on his life in 1892 and Berkman was sentenced to 22 years in prison. Goldman was imprisoned several times in the years that followed for inciting to riot. <clears throat> Does that seem to have any relevance to what's going on today? Wikipedia goes on to tell us that during her life, Goldman was lionized as a free-thinking rebel woman by admirers and denounced by detractors as an advocate of politically motivated murder and violent revolution. I will share with you that a conservative recently recommended to me that we put Sheriff David Clark on the Supreme Court, which would strike the left as crazy, but their award-winning legal commentator, Dahlia Lithwick, wants to put someone in the mold of an assassin and an anarchist on the court. Just wow. In this piece that Dahlia Lithwick writes against Bill Barr and trying to persuade John Roberts to rule against the, Obama, uh, against the Trump administration and thereby ruling against Trump's voters who put Trump into office based on his campaign promises that are now part of so many cases in lower federal courts and before the Supreme Court, Dahlia Lithwick writes a leftist screed that my high school English teacher would have rejected as unpersuasive, over-the-top, and unsupported. It would have been full of red marks. Here is yet another example of a biased journalist lauded, praised by the left, and incapable of reasoned or objective analysis and reporting. My second point, Lithwick is wrong on the facts, and she's wrong on the law. Let me list her charges against Bill Barr. She avers that Barr is dishonest, citing as an example that he lied extravagantly about the Mueller report. Wrong. She alleges that he interfered in Roger Stone's sentencing. Incorrect. Bill Barr was doing his job. Roger Stone was politically targeted along with Michael Flynn, Paul Manafort, and so many people in Trump's circle to try and not only disable Trump's presidency and to use the fact that they have gone after these people to try and discredit, impeach, get rid of, weaken President Trump, but also the, the type of sentencing that was suggested for uh, Roger Stone was outrageous, outside of the average, the normal, what would be typical in Roger Stone's type of case. And honestly, the case had many flaws in it to begin with. But Bill Barr did his job as the attorney general, and we are seeing that where anybody's in Trump circle, that they are getting excessive investigation, 
the targeting of the deep state, the targeting of the Department of Justice and the FBI, and Bill Barr stepped in and did his job as Attorney General. Dahlia Lithwick also faults Bill Barr for the, quote, abrupt dropping of the case against Michael Flynn. Has she followed this story at all? Just today, we had the appeal, appellate court stepping in and giving General Michael Flynn the justice that he deserves. So I think, if nothing else, talking about Michael Flynn as if it was wrong of the Department of Justice to, dis, to ask to dismiss the charges against General Michael Flynn, <clears throat> that shows how the entire piece is riddled with partisan hackery. She also fights Bill, faults Bill Barr for the fact that hundreds of former DOJ officials are arrayed against him. This is yet another example of how deep the roots of the swamp go in Washington, D.C., in all the agencies. And the fact that these former DOJ officials are writing letters against Bill Barr shows the point that the swamp is striking back against Bill Barr. And that, to conservatives, is a feature, not a bug. Also, she faults Bill Barr with the decision to gas and attack peaceful protesters to stage a photo op. If she had watched any of the videos of what was going on at Lafayette Plaza and what continues to go on at Lafayette Plaza, Peaceful is not a word that you would describe to, would use to describe the rioters who are trying to use violence to get their political preferences enacted instead of working through the system of ordered liberty we have with elections, with the ballot box, with persuading their fellow voters to enact the changes that they want. She also faults Bill Barr for the erosion of norms. The only time the left cares about norms are when it is used as a weapon against Republicans or conservatives. They are people who have as heroes people like Emma Goldman, who's an anarchist who wants to overthrow the system, and yet they're trying to say that Bill Barr is wrong for an erosion of norms. And if the norms are that the swamp controls, then those are norms that should be broken down. She also faults him for removing Jesse Liu, and as I said before, the point of an attorney general is to be in charge of the Department of Justice and to hire and fire people in accordance with the policy direction of the Department of Justice, which is equal justice under law. And this is a core function of the Attorney General. She also likewise faults Attorney General Barr for the removal of Jeffrey Berman. We had a big episode about that, talking about how Bill Barr had the the privilege, the ability to fire Jeffrey Berman, and Jeffrey Berman decided he wanted to make a public spectacle over public service. In this article, Dahlia Lithwick also argues that Trump's nominee for Jeffrey Berman's former spot as U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, she says, Jay Clayton has no connection to SDNY. Clayton's a New York lawyer. He's been at the highest level of the Securities and Exchange Commission, which is responsible for enforcing laws against Wall Street. The Southern District of New York 
oversees Wall Street. He has extensive experience, and this shows yet again the partisan hackery of this piece by Dahlia Lithwick. She also claims that Barr said falsehoods about the firing of Berman, and yet if you look at what what Bill Barr said, it completely reveals that the fault lays lies with Berman because Bill Barr was doing the usual Washington, Washington thing of saying that someone steps down and that they're going to go spend more time with their family, which he didn't say in this case, but that's such a Washington truism when someone is fired, that they're going to step down, they're going to go spend more time with their family. And he was only removed from that position as U.S. attorney. He was, in Bill Barr's letter, he was given the opportunity to go take a position in Maine Justice or to be on chairman of the SEC. So it was kind of shocking that Bill Berman, Jeffrey Berman, would try to burn Bill Barr on his way out, when clearly Bill Barr had the authority to do that via the president being able, under the Constitution, to be in charge of the executive branch. So uh, Dahlia Lithwick also faults Bill Barr for getting crosswise with his own department over religious liberty. This is exactly what we've been talking about. The attorney general cannot get crosswise with his department over religious liberty. The, this is exactly backwards. The Department of Justice is run by Bill Barr. Bill Barr runs the Department of Justice. The swamp is not supposed to run the attorney general. The swamp is not supposed to run Bill Barr. Dahlia Lithwick also calls Bill Barr's tenure as attorney general day after gruesome day. Remember what I said about my high school teacher? If I had turned in a paper like this, it would have been marked up in red ink, particularly given words like day after gruesome day. What a ridiculous exaggeration. Another thing that Dahlia Lithwick faults attorney general Barr with is the fact that 80% of George Washington University law faculty signed a letter condemning Barr. Oh my goodness, academia, legal academia is against Bill Barr? I just can't believe it. I mean, no conservative would think that that was acceptable to have the law faculty of George Washington University based in Washington, D.C., arrayed against Attorney General Barr. No, the opposite is true. Conservatives understand that if the legal establishment is against you, the legal establishment le leans so far left it almost topples over, that that means that Attorney General Barr is spot on. Dahlia Lithwick also faults Attorney General Barr for this. Since 2019, Attorney General Barr has made the Department of Justice unrecognizable to those of us who prize its independence from politics and its commitment to the highest standards of the legal profession. So she's trying to shame Bill Barr, and by analogy, she's trying to persuade Chief Justice John Roberts that the legal profession has cast out Bill Barr, and that if John Roberts wants to hold his head up high in legal establishment, in the legal establishment, then he needs to cast out Bill Barr as well. She also cites previous letters from Department of Justice alumni 
quote, and she calls them famously reserved legal profession, has recoiled in horror at Barr's complete contempt for the legal and institutional values that the department traditionally privileged above partner partisanship. There it is again, recoiled in horror. My high school English teacher would not have liked that ridiculous hyperbole. So when we think about that, Dahlia Lithwick is trying to make Bill Barr radioactive and saying all these groups don't like him, that he's a liar, that he is not um, holding up the norms of the Department of Justice and law. And she's trying to build on that to turn it to Chief Justice John Roberts to try and persuade him to start ruling in these cases before the Supreme Court in a way that goes against what the Department of Justice is asking for from the Supreme Court and thereby what the Trump administration is asking for. Dahlia Withlick also argues that Bill Barr protects the president's friends and persecutes his enemies. She has no evidence of either. And yet again, my high school English teacher would say, persecute, is he really, is that really the proper word choice for what Bill Barr is doing? We all know what persecute means. Bill Barr is not persecuting anyone. And if anything, uh, it's certainly been the people in uh, Donald Trump circle who have become the focus of political investigations and prosecutions. They might be able to say that they're persecuted, but certainly Dahlia Lithwick has no evidence to support this assertion. I think this really sums it all up. Dahlia Lithwick laments that Bill Barr went from a, quote, Washington insider to an authoritarian bad man. The left loves Washington insiders because, as you remember, Washington went overwhelmingly for Barack Obama in the presidential elections of 2008 and 2012. It went overwhelmingly for Hillary Clinton in the presidential election of 2016. Saying someone is a Washington insider is really expressing that they are down with the left's liberal uh, agenda and that they can be controlled or that they are simpatico with the advance of liberalism. My third point to share with you today is that this entire article is yet another attempt to sway John Roberts as the reasonable one who protects the institution of the Supreme Court. Dahlia Lithwick writes, the Supreme Court may also be paying attention to the legal profession's rejection of the Attorney General. And she goes on to write, the signatories are educators and lawyers with handprints all over the federal system. Little side note here, wow, that's kind of scary to think about how uh, in the federal judiciary and in legal academia and in the legal profession, the left is, and they feel like that is their territory. She feels very confident saying that. She also goes into lots of name calling in her article. She calls Bill Barr a textbook zealot. And she tries to write to John Roberts to appeal to what she thinks will be persuasive to him. She writes, John Roberts may be the one man that could make a difference in the restoration of norms and public trust. 
This is such a ridiculous piece that I cannot believe that it would sway Chief Justice John Roberts. Seeking or meriting approval from a leftist who wants to replace Scalia with a cross between Rachel Maddow and a political anarchist and assassin co-conspirator should appeal to no one. If nothing else, this article by Dahlia Lithwick should be evidence that Bill Barr is making all the right enemies. He is taking flack because he is over the target, and the fight against the left and the swamp is an extremely difficult battle. Remember, a prime tactic of the swamp and of the left is to personalize and polarize those they disagree with politically and exclude them in every way they can. Don't let them be the only voices heard about Attorney General Barr and Chief Justice John Roberts. I'm going to ask you today to do a few things. Number one, politely call out Dahlia Lithwick on social media for writing this biased and unsupported piece. Her Twitter handle is at Dahlia Lithwick. Number two, contact the journal Slate and politely ask them to hire or engage independent or right-leaning Supreme Court and legal journalists. You can write them at feedback at slate.com. Third, I ask you to praise Attorney General Bill Barr on social media for protecting the rule of law and not being swayed by the swamp or the left. I'm going to link down below to the Department of Justice's contact information. Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe to my show so you don't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell and comment down below on what you think about this piece by Dahlia Lithwick. And also let me know what other topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.